I'm John Peters, one of the founders of Callaway's Nursery. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now here's Neil. Thank you, John, very, very much. I remember when John Peters and uh, his uh, co-founder, stop me, who is retired now, so I won't get into names, Jim Estel, won't do that, stopped me on the streets in New Orleans at a nursery trade show, and they said, we want to tell you about something we're about to get started, and that was Callaway's, and that was a long time ago. They are dear friends. I appreciate that. Very much always have. And Callaway sponsors this entire hour. So if you are out and about and in the Callaways today, let them know you appreciate this sponsorship because they make it happen. Have for many, many years. Please let them know. Look for the manager or the assistant manager. Those are the people who go to the meetings and who can speak up on behalf of sponsorships. And thank you. Be sure to get into Callaways. They're open-air stores. They're uh, good places to visit, good way to get out of the house and go do something good. Uh, we always begin our program. Let me give you the phone number. That's a good way to begin the program because Mike Bass is in the other studio. Mike is my producer. He's my phone screener. He's my smart guy, resident smart guy. Anybody doing technology needs a resident smart person. And in this case, it certainly is Mike. We have two to, from which to choose. I'm one. No, not going to be it. And Mike is the other. And Mike wins even if I had a 100 to choose from, Mike, is it? So Mike is going to be answering the phones and running the boards and doing all of that. Phone number to my program is 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Call right now. I'm here until 10. Let's talk gardening. We begin our program each Sunday morning by visiting with Steve Huddleston, Public Relations Manager of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden and the Botanical Research Institute of uh, Texas, uh, otherwise known as Brit, and Steve has prepared us some notes as I had requested last week. He's very faithful to that. And Steve, good morning. Good morning, Neil. Yeah, some notes on Brit itself, and and I really appreciate you doing that. And it's going to be fun to uh, to talk a little bit about Brit. I know you have some plants you want to mention as well. What exactly is Brit? Well, Brit is known for its herbarium, and an herbarium is simply a collection of pressed plants. And Brit now has uh, 1.47 million specimens in its collection, making Brit's herbarium the ninth largest in the country. So uh, that's something to be proud of. And uh, so that occupies a full wing of the Brit building. Uh, All these specimens are kept in the climate-controlled wing of that building. And uh, so that's a big part of Brit. Uh, Brit is also known for its research. Uh, this research has centered around the herbarium collection with its scientists studying floristics, taxonomy, and systematics. That is, what plants grow where, that's floristics, how to classify and name those plants, that is taxonomy, and then how they're related to each other, that is systematics. That is a, a really important field. I grew up uh, the son of a Ph.D. botanist from the University of Nebraska and the nephew of a Ph.D. botanist from the University of Nebraska. (laughs) I Mm. got this stuff coming from both sides. Uncle John and and my dad, Omer Sperry, at Texas A&M. My dad turned into a range ecologist, and my uncle was taught botany, taught plant taxonomy. I took the course under him. And uh, it uh, it is a fascinating thing. And uh, needless to say, all of our car trunks had uh, plant presses in them. Everywhere we went, everywhere we went, we would stop and get samples and and go right into the press. So I learned early on how to how to press uh, 
uh, plants, and uh, then how to go to the Texas A&M herbarium. This is a really important thing uh, for uh, for botanists, and they go back and look at those samples. They may be uh, 70 years old, but they will compare what was found at that time, and it's uh, and and a lot of those are being digitized. Is that right? Yes. Yes, 70, 72% of our collection has been digitized. That's quite a job. That is quite a task. Well, that's uh, that's absolutely super. And I know you did some homework and had them, uh, and, and thanks to uh, the folks at Brit for, for their help. Um, found a, a species that my dad, when he worked at Sol Ross uh, mm. in the botany department, biology department there, had uh, found through the Transpacus area an Asclepius mm. sperii named for my dad. Wow. And he had cataloged the various places where it was, uh, where he had found it. And boy, some of those sounded very remote. I know I, I was two when we moved from Alpine to College Station, but my dad had been out in that area for 13 years prior to that. And uh, he spent a lot of time hiking those mountains. It's a, kind of interesting for a guy from eastern Nebraska to end up in that environment. Well, yes. thank you very much for that from Brid. Tell us about some of the plants you have. Well, there are several of them. One is almond verbena. This is a fast-growing large shrub, actually native to Argentina. In zones 8 through 9, it will die to the ground in the winter and can be grown as a perennial. This keeps coming back for us. Uh, This plant is grown for its intensely fragrant spikes of small white flowers on the ends of new growth, July to frost. It is blooming now and quite fragrant. Uh, They bloom on new growth, so pruning frequently will not only keep its size in check, but increase blooms. It prefers average to dry, well-drained soil and full sun and can tolerate some drought. You you can use this in containers, borders, or as a specimen. Uh, It's ideal in a butterfly garden because of those uh, flowers. All right, zones 8 and 9, uh, so as you say, it is uh, uh, frost tender here to the yes. ground. Now, this yes. is not a true verbena, correct? Correct. Why don't you give the uh, the genus and species for this? You would put me on the spot. Uh, it looks like Aloysia, Aloysia virgata. Yes, A-L-O-Y-S-I-A, V-I-R-G-A-T-A. You typed it for me, Steve. I thought you could say well, it. You, yes, you pronounce yes, much harder yeah. words than that one. <laughs> no. Yes, I have. Yes. You're my botanist friend. So anyway, okay. yeah, Aloysia, I'll bet it is Aloysia virgata. I don't know yeah. that plant, so I'll, yeah. uh, I'll, I'll go even farther than you did. I'm, I'm, I'm a, a newcomer to that one. All right. One well, that we, we only, both we know. We have one in the garden, and it's in the Fuller Garden. It's in, yeah, it's in a Super. good spot. It's next to a pathway. People can smell those flowers. Oh, and the butterflies can find it. That's great. Yes. And one that we both know very, very well, as do the butterflies, Greg's Mist Flower. What a wonderful plant that is. Tell us about it. Well, this is a Texas native perennial. It gets about 18 to 24 inches tall, has kind of uh, lavender blue flowers, uh, summer to fall. It dies down in the winter. Uh, it tolerates most soils, takes sun to part sun. This is an outstanding blue flower for the summer and fall garden. It tolerates wet feet as well as limestone. It is native to the Trans-Pecos. It attracts butterflies, especially painted ladies, gulf fritillaries, and monarchs, and we will see a lot of those butterflies on Greg's Mist Flower this fall. Yeah, it's it's just waiting to have photographs taken around yeah. it with the butterflies. It's beautiful. Greg's Mist Flower. You need to look for that. And that's available in garden centers, folks. You can find that one. So that's a good one. And then Blue Plumbago. I've never had, I'll be honest with you, Steve, I've never had the best luck with Blue Plumbago. Tell us how you do it. Well, uh, this is a Texas superstar plant. It, no, uh, I know. It is such. <laughs> yes, I know. It's a tender perennial native to South Africa. 
but it thrives in the hot Texas summer, grows three to four feet tall, and produces clusters, profuse clusters of baby blue, flocks-like flowers all summer long. It also comes in white. I will say this. I have a white one in a container on my patio. It's just beautiful. It's done very well. I've been disappointed in the blue because it hasn't gotten as big as I thought it should have gotten. Uh, but anyway, uh, we've got some good samples of it in the garden. It is disease, pest, and deer-resistant. It can be a bit of a rambling plant if not pruned, and you can prune those spent flowers to encourage rebloom and to maintain the desired shape of the plant. We must treat this as an annual in north central Texas, and as I said, it is a Texas superstar plant. Yeah, anybody who has uh, moved north from Houston where it is a perennial will, yeah. will be disappointed in the fact that it is annual in north Texas. used to be all over the Texas A&M campus when I was growing up. It is a beautiful plant, and it's a cooling blue color. It's just oh, such yeah. a pretty color, yeah. Yeah, I, if I were growing it, I would not. I would not. Uh, uh, I would not spend a lot of time on the white because blue is so hard to find in in flowers. Yeah, and that blue is so pretty. All right, stick work. Yes, that is up through the end of the year. That's an exhibit in the Fuller Garden. It consists of woven branches of American elm and rough leaf dogwood, uh, and then we have another exhibit called Texas Bee Oasis Three Thousand Bee Cups, which have been installed in the Fuller Garden as well. These cups serve as a water station for bees, and uh, these porcelain cups are for sale in our gift shop as well as in the brick gift shop. How does somebody find the Fort Worth Botanic Garden? We're just north of I-30 on University Drive across from Trinity Park. Steve, what are the hours that the Botanic Garden is open for somebody wanting to come early or late and maybe avoid the, the hottest part of the day? Well, during the summer, it's still 8 to 6. Eight to six. All right. Yes, that's, that's fair. All right. Yeah. And uh, for more information, they can go to, they can call the 24 hour information line. There's a recorded message. What is that phone number? That is 817 463 4160. All right. And the website has all the information, and that is? Yes, fwbg.org. And folks, I'll tell you from my own history of many, many years of going to the Fort Worth Botanic Garden, even to the point of when this garden was being built. Uh, the coolest place in Fort Worth, and certainly at the Fort Worth Botanic Garden, is always the Japanese Garden. Beautiful trees, mm-hmm. lots of water, lots of things. To do. You just you just get lost in that garden. It is so beautiful, and and it is cool in there. So that's that's a way to get out of the heat. All right, the Fort Worth Botanic Garden report with Steve Huddleston. Thank you, my friend. All right. Talk to you next Sunday, and he is Public Relations Manager for Brit and the Botanic Garden, sponsored today by WhizQ Stone. These folks are great. Anything that you need made out of stone, they have the stone for the job, and they are there to help you. Since 1983, at 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth, leaders in the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association, great people. Mike and Derek Wisnat, a second and third generation in this family business and the nicest guys you'll ever meet. They have every kind of stone. If you want a big landscaping boulder for some kind of decorative accent, maybe you're building a fountain or having one built or a retaining wall. Maybe you're uh, putting uh, stone pavings around your, uh, your pool. Maybe you're doing a new walk or a pathway. Maybe a retaining wall, a river, rock, or decorative gravel. Whatever it is you want, they have it. They'll deliver anywhere you can hear me, and you'll enjoy just visiting with them and dreaming about ways to use stone in your very own landscape. As I've said many times, your landscape isn't finished 
until you have beautiful stone, and there's nobody with more beautiful stone than Whiskey Stone, 22 acres of it, at 4501 East Loop 820 South in far southeast Fort Worth, open Monday through Saturday, closed on Sundays, 817-429-0822. Take photographs with you, take measurements of what you're trying to do, and ask them for referrals if you need help from a landscape contractor whiz-q.com. Again, 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth, 817-429-0822. Whiz-q.com. It's WhizQ Stone. I'm Kenny Milas with Callaway's Nursery in Stonegate, Fort Worth. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Kenny, very, very much. And let's go to our first call today is Martha in Slidell. Martha, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. Well, I had bought three um, Texas sage plants. Okay. And I had them in the bucket out out front in uh, full shade. And they dropped all their leaves. So I was wondering, should I plant them in partial sun or full sun? Uh, Full sun. Full sun always for Texas sage in a really well-draining a spot. Why did they drop all of their leaves? I I really don't know. That's why I thought I called the pro. <laughs> okay. And when did when did this happen? When did you uh, put them in the pots? How long have they been in those pots sitting outside? Actually, I had just purchased them, and the uh, nursery they were at, of course, had that partial that screen over the top of them. So I thought maybe it's because they were in full sun that they dropped the leaves. So. I miss them um, to partial sun. They get like five hours of sun a day now, full sun, and they seem to have stabilized. No, they need full sun. You wouldn't believe where Texas sage grows. I mean, it is baking hillsides southwest of San Antonio, uh, the hottest, driest oh. parts of Texas. And so, no, they can they can handle the sun. That's not a problem. They don't handle the shade well. However, if you transition them from a, a shaded spot into reflected hot heat, then I guess possibly that could be too abrupt to change. Um, uh-huh. The other thing that could have happened, even though they're drought tolerant, it may be that they just had uh, uh, a couple of days where they were just bone dry. And, and uh, so it could be one of those two things. Um, okay. I would get them into the ground right away and uh, uh, you'll need to keep them moist. You don't certainly don't want to let them just dry out to the point of abusing them. But you also don't want to have them standing in waterlogged soil when we do get back into the rainy season. So uh, you have to hit that that big middle point. They're they're pretty uh, forgiving in the middle point. What they're not forgiving of, excuse the bad grammar, in our area is the winter cold. We they took a horrible beating in February this year. Uh, I I use when I use Texas sage when I use if I use. I use one or three. I don't use very many because they they are hurt every once in a while by cold weather in our area. Okay. Well, I'll get these guys in the ground today. Uh, well-drained, so sandy, uh, partial well, black the, clay. Yeah, the more important thing is not so much what soil you use to plant them because that's just going to be what's right around the roots in that area. The bigger issue is don't plant them in a low area. Uh, plant them up on a slight rise, even if it's only a couple of inches. Just don't plant them at the bottom of a hill. Don't plant them in a in a scalloped area. Plant them where the water drains away from them. It doesn't uh, okay, matter so much what kind of soil. They may have gotten a little too dry then, because I'm looking at the area where I want to put them, and it's, it's 
slanted downwards and they were towards the top and in full soda. Right. Sounds good. I appreciate right. your help. a girl. Thanks for the call. Have a good day. Take care. All right, Chris in Roanoke, you're coming up next. John in Canyon, as we go all over this state, uh, you'll be right next. So stay, and I can help both of you. Um, I can truly help both of you. We have two uh, tree questions coming up. Neil's phrase, Lone Star Gardening, is my book. It is my baby. It's the fifth book I've done, but it's the first one I have self-published. And I did that so I could have it exactly the way I wanted it. It covers all topics of outdoor gardening for all parts of texas from canyon to beaumont and everywhere in between lawns landscapes annuals perennials fruit and vegetables it's all in this book chapter two is a 48 page calendar there are four pages per month in chapter two and they tell you everything that needs to be planted pruned fertilized and protected in each month i've never put that in any book before 344 pages. It's a hardback. 840 of my photographs. I had it printed in San Antonio, not in China. I wanted to keep Texas printers employed. I I really wanted to have this. How would it look if a book that said Lone Star Gardening said printed in China or or some other country uh, inside the front cover? That wouldn't be right. This is a Texas-based book start to finish. It's not in stores. It's not on Amazon. It's actually in my house and in my garage right now. I sign every copy as it sells. We take them to the post office Mondays and Tuesdays, and so you'll get it very, very quickly. Your satisfaction is completely guaranteed, or I'll refund every penny you spend on it. 67,000 copies sold so far, not one request for a refund. It's only thirty-six ninety-five plus tax and postage, and uh, that's a bargain for you. I think Chapter 2, that calendar alone, will pay for this book. I think it'll do it within six months, and money saved in mistakes you might have made. But there's so much more in this book. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. In no way is it similar to the old cowboy boot book from 1991 and 1982. Again, satisfaction guaranteed. Order today, won't you? You can order from my website at neilsperry.com or you can call my office Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, 800 752 GROW. 800 752 4769. But the better way is at Neil Sperry, N E I L S P E R R Y. For more than 20 years, I've told you about Advanced Foundation Repair, leaders in the foundation repair industry. They hold the patents. They led the way. First with a warranty that's transferable owner-to-owner for the lifetime of the house. Don't let expanding and contracting clay soils tear up your foundation and ruin your house. Call for their free home inspection. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. It's Foundation Repairs. Hello friends, this is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Thank you, Tommy. That's our church, and I hope you will join us. The um, live stream of Tommy's sermon is at, uh, of, of the whole service, is at 10.05 today. It's sharingtheheart.org, and the contemporary service will be at 11.10.
also at sharingtheheart.org. Hummingbirds are about to migrate through. Tommy is an avid birder, and yesterday uh, on my program on uh, sister station KLIF, 570 a.m., I'm on from 1 to 3, and at that time, Tommy was commenting that the hummingbirds are really picking up in their activity, and they're about to migrate south through our area. And uh, I'm going to tell you that you need to get to Wild Birds Unlimited and make sure you are well-stocked on hummingbird feeders. And um, you, you ought to have a couple, at least, maybe three up, uh, 15, 20 feet apart, so they can go from one to the other. You know, some of the hummingbirds become bully birds. And uh, they will chase some of the birds back and forth, and that gives them the option to, to feed at multiple stations. You will love the help that you get at Wild Birds Unlimited. These stores are absolutely fabulous. The enthusiasm that the folks have, the, the supplies that they have, and the feeders that they have, it is unexcelled. Best it gets. Wild Birds Unlimited. Three of their stores joined to sponsor my radio broadcasts here and at KLIF, and I'm proud to recommend them. I'm a happy customer of these stores. The Dallas Store, 5715 West Lovers Lane, next to Nicholson Hardy Nursery and Garden Center, and just a little bit west of the Dallas North Tollway. Then the East Dallas Store, the Saran Store, at 6333 East Mockingbird Lane, the northwest corner of Abrams. Ron's been there a long, long time. And the McKinney Store, Bertie's Store, at 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway, near Tom Thumb. That's an award-winning store. And you'll love all of the Wild Birds Unlimited stores. I hope you find the one nearest you, especially out of those three. And uh, shop there often. You will enjoy it. Wild Birds Unlimited, bringing people and nature together. Neil Sperry and Callaway's go back since our nurseries opened. I'm Jenny with Callaway's in North Plano, and now back to Neil. Thank you, Jenny, my friend of many, many years. Her dad was a county extension agent horticulture in Tom Green County for his entire career. And uh, John is a longtime friend, long, long time. Chris in Roanoke, you're up next. How can I help you, Chris? Good morning, Neil. Good morning. Hi. We have a live oak tree out front. I actually tried to post some pictures on Facebook, but I think your Facebook is full. So No, it, that's not the problem. Facebook changed their format, and people can't post anymore. That's happened in mid-June, and they pretty well ruined it for people who have a page like mine. I am, uh, I'm very sorry. I've been addressing that, uh, that, that issue of uh, live oaks with uh, uh, the uh, damaged trunks in my electronic newsletter in eGardens. I've written about it a couple of times. Steve Hauser from Arborological Services has as well. That is called, uh, 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 oh, it'll come to me. It's a term, radial um, shake, radial shake. And uh, the Texas Forest Service from Texas A&M has also written uh, articles about radial shake. Uh, It is a result of the freeze damage. And uh, it is a very disturbing-looking thing. How does the canopy of your tree look, uh, the the leaf count? It all looks good. That part looks good. We weren't sure, but it came back. It's beautiful. It's just those cracks in the bottom. Right. And so here is what uh, what Steve Hauser and I put in eGardens. Uh, about three weeks ago, I really encourage you to subscribe to eGardens if you don't take it already. It's free. I, you know, I do have it. Unfortunately, I don't read all the articles. Shame on me. But I do read a lot. Like I know it's pre-emergent time because of your newsletter. But sure. Well, I look back about look back about three or four weeks. They're archived in your email, 
And uh, you'll see the story that Steve wrote, and and uh, I helped. I think I added to his story. I believe if I if I remember right, uh, we've done a lot of things together. Um, but the the commentary is that if you have a tree, in fact, he did write it, and I think I took the photos for it. Um, if you have a tree that has fifty uh, percent or more of its normal canopy, that tree is probably going to be fine. Uh, the more canopy it has. Uh, the more of its normal leaf canopy that it has, the better the odds are that it's going to survive intact. We're talking about live oaks and Schumard red oaks primarily. Um, when you get to the 50% mark of canopy, if it's sparse of foliage but not terribly sparse, then you begin to get a little bit worried. Uh, then you get down to those that have maybe 20% of their normal leaves. You have a real problem. And, of course, we have a lot of live oaks that don't have any leaves. Not a lot, but we have some... Uh, maybe 5% that have no leaves at all, and those probably need to be taken down before winter so that nothing happens over the winter. Uh, in your case, it sounds like your tree is going to be fine. What we would hope is that beneath that bark, there is more bark forming. And okay. uh, uh, if that's the case, then that means that the tissues are healing. All that you can do is wait it out. There's no way of telling for sure. And the tree will tell you next spring when it defoliates normally. You know, live oaks lose all their leaves in late February, March. And when it puts more leaves out, I would take photos of it now and then compare them to photos that you take, oh, we'll say in May next year after the leaves have come out and, and expanded fully and just see okay. if, it, if it looks the same or better next year. Okay. And no, I'll it's go not, back it sounds good. Can you search your newsletter? I mean, I guess I'll just try to read. You said it was about three weeks ago? It was, it was three weeks or so ago. Yeah, I just click on it, and the table of contents is on the email page that you'll be able to see first. Just scroll okay. down to the table of contents, and it will – It will. I do the same thing. I have to go back and look for stories that I've written. <laughs> I, I want to tell Gretchen when she's assembling it, please link back to the story that I wrote on such and such. And I go back and look, and it's it's very easy to do. If you uh, if you will look in your email and just use gardens as your as your search word, or or my name or whatever it shows up as, then that will put them all in order, and you can just go one after the other and find it. it may take a minute at the most. Well, I have it under a certain file from your Nilsberry, but it's called just oak oak trees, or. I mean, I guess no, it was, it was, it was, it uh, was, I don't remember. It, it would be something like, where do we go from here or on, on Oaks? Okay. okay. They're only five stories a week, so you won't have too many to look at. <laughs> All right. Well, we appreciate you. Thanks a bunch. Thank you, Chris. Day. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Let's see. Oh, I'm, I'm due up for newscast. Oh, boy. Hello, Dennis. We still friends. Let me tell you about Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, Texas premier roofing contractor, serving the whole Metroplex with the finest in roofing since back in 1986. They have the experience of tens of thousands of roofs installed, uh, composition, claim concrete tile, metal, slate. I was talking to some friends over dinner a couple of nights ago, and they said, yep, we've just had uh, new roofs put on two of our commercial buildings. I said, who'd you use? Oh, we use some folks we've known for a long time. They're great. They're Wortham Brothers. I said, wow, I think I'm going to mention you in my ad on Sunday. And uh, so I have. I won't mention the name and, and certainly won't mention the businesses. But uh, but there you go. They're happy. They're thrilled. They've been using them for a long time on other businesses that they own. So if you have a roof, whether it's commercial or residential, let me recommend the people who put our residential roof on. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. You can access them very easily at 972 972- 
562-5788. They've been around since 1986, so they are veterans and they're not going anywhere. It's a second generation family business and uh, they do it right. They have earned the respect of people in the North Texas area. They serve the entire North Texas area. You'll see their trucks out driving around, uh, supervising jobs, uh, taking materials to jobs, and going out to give bids on jobs. And I hope the bids are won by Wortham Brothers because those people who have a Wortham Brothers roof are happy, happy customers. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. Call them today, 972 972- Five six two fifty seven eighty eight wbroofing.com. If you're back in the office or working from home, feel free to listen on your computer at WBAP.com. Wherever you want us, whenever you want us. News Talk 820, WBAP. WBAP.com. You might be thinking about replacing your old window treatments with beautiful plantation-style shutters. And if that is the case, I have a recommendation for you, and that recommendation is Sunburst Shutters. First of all, the people with whom you'll be dealing are super nice people. That's important to me when I take on a new advertiser. I turned one down not too long ago because I was pretty shaky about the people that you would be contacting. I said, you know, to myself... I just don't want to recommend this to my listeners. And it would be nice to have the business, but I just didn't want to recommend this to my listeners. With Sunburst Shutters, I am thrilled to recommend them to my listeners, to you. Because when they come in your house, you're going to feel like you've made friends right away. You're going to feel like a part of the family is recommending uh, which type of shutter to use, the 2.5, 3.5, or 4.5-inch louver size. And uh, you're going to feel like you have a friend measuring your windows and designing the shutter that would be just right for your window. You know, if, if you have oddly shaped windows, they, they take some planning. And Sunburst Shutters loves to do that. Every shutter is made for a specific window. Give them a chance to help you. Go to the website and look at what they can do. These are made of polywood, the man-made material that doesn't crack or warp or split or peel. SunburstShutters.com. Also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. SunburstShutters.com. And then call them and set up a time for them to come to your home. 214-343-2601. 214-343-2601. One more time. 214-343-2601. SunburstShutters.com. 99 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now on WBAP. And WBAP.com. No masks will be required in Fort Worth. I'm Dennis Martin at the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP, first traffic and weather on the ones. Construction blocks Highway 67's HOV lanes, both directions between Loop 12 Ledbetter and Camp Wisdom Road. Another construction project affects Highway 121, that's the Sam Rayburn Tollway, both directions between Central Expressway and Denton Tap Road. For WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. Now the WBAP forecast, sunny and hot today. Officially, the high is going to hit 98 degrees. It's going to feel more like 105 or more. 
Tonight, mainly clear, muggy, overnight low tonight, 80. Monday, sunny and hot again. Again, the high temperature will be 99. Heat index, 105 or more. Right now, lots of sunshine, 80 degrees. The Fort Worth City Council's decided not to implement a mask requirement in the city. That controversial issue was decided after a public hearing. This is a matter of urgency of the health and safety of our community. It shouldn't be about politics. How it ever got that way is, is just ridiculous. This encouraged me not to take the shot. That means the shot's not working. I'm not taking a shot and wear a mask, too. That's ridiculous. In the end, Fort Worth City Council voted 5-4 to four against a mask proposal. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton is suing San Antonio ISD over its employee vaccine mandate. Paxton argues that an executive order from the governor prevents localities from requiring vaccination. The school district officials in San Antonio say they're just focusing on the health and safety of the staff and students. From the WBAP 24-7 News Desk, I'm Dennis Martin. Next update at 9 o'clock, 24-7 news coverage at WBAP.com. All right, Dennis, thank you very, very much. Let me tell you right now about the sponsor of this entire hour for this entire year, and that would be Callaway's Nursery. I hope you'll get into Callaway's today. Great place to go. They'll be open in 20 minutes or so, and uh, you'll love your visit to Callaway's. So easy to fill your flower beds and containers with summer color from Callaway's Nursery. They have full, lush, six-inch plants of your favorites, including Cora, XDR, Vinca, purslane, lantana, and many more to provide bright, long-lasting color. These big plants will immediately transform your landscape with their heat-loving blooms. Now, they have a collection of amazing plants that will defy the Texas heat in refreshing bursts of yellow, orange, purple, and pink. For the best selection, visit your community's Callaway's Nursery today to get your collection. Their select six-inch summer bloomers, regular price is $5.99 on sale for $4.98 each. They have everything you need to give your garden a fresh pop of color. And while you're in the store, be sure to talk to one of their Texas-certified nursery professionals. They have expert gardening advice and tips. Nobody in this state supports the certification program of the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association any more strongly than Callaway's does. You can always count on Callaway's to bring you the very best flowers, edibles, trees, and shrubs. All backed with their 100% satisfaction guarantee, so they invite you to try something new. Visit their breezy open-air store, the one near you, or order online, and enjoy their convenient curbside pickup or, if you prefer, delivery. Go to Callaways.com to find a location near you. Visit their newest Dallas locations on Greenville Avenue and Lemon Avenue. They're open seven days a week from 9 until 6. That's Callaways Nursery. That's life lived beautifully. Callaways.com. It's the stuff. You behave and you listen to the police, what they tell you what to do. People are talking about. 99% of this stuff wouldn't even happen. News Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP.com. My electronic newsletter is called eGardens. You heard me talking about it to the caller just a few moments ago. It's free and always will be. There's no, uh, uh, what do they call it on, on the uh, app store? Uh, 
paid subscription version available. It's, it's something like that. Uh, no, not this one. It's eGardens, and it comes from my computer to your email every Thursday, just a little after 6 p.m. There always are five stories in eGardens. One of them will be a featured plant of the week. One of them will be a featured question of the week or two sometimes. And one will be gardening this weekend, where I point out the most important things to get done in your landscape and garden in that weekend. All of that available to you in Neil Sperry's eGardens. It's like an old-fashioned garden section brought right to your email. I think you'll enjoy it. I hope you'll look at it. Take a look. Go to my website, neilsperry.com. That's where you buy my book. It's also where you sign up for eGardens. You have to sign up. Join the 77,000 other Texas gardeners who subscribe to eGardens each week. Uh, you can see the sample copy by going there right now, neilsperry.com. Click on eGardens and sign up, won't you please? I'll be looking for you. Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com. Let the Texas Certified Nursery Professionals at your neighborhood, Callaway's, help you. I am Trey Bailey from the Cornelius Callaway's Sugarland store. And now, back to Neil. All right, so you may not know where Sugarland is, and you may not know what uh, Cornelius Nursery is. Sugarland is a rapidly growing part of the Houston area, and Cornelius Nursery is to Houston what Callaway's is to uh, North Texas when Sterling Cornelius decided to sell years ago and, and retire before he subsequently died. Uh, Callaway's bought the uh, Cornelius Nursery Group, and now they're expanding it. Sterling Cornelius was uh, the, the Babe Ruth of, of Houston in, in the nursery industry, highly revered, one of the nicest, gentlest people you'd ever want to meet, and my friend. And, uh, boy, they... Uh, this was a marriage made in heaven to have those two nurseries join. So anyway, let's go uh, back to the phone lines. We go to John in Canyon. And if you don't know where that is, that's the other side of Texas. John, good morning, and thanks for calling. How can I help you? Yes, thanks for taking my call. Uh, about yes. a year ago, I had a fruitless mulberry tree cut down, and then they ground the stump down for me. And now yes. I'm getting uh, I'm getting toadstools in it. Good. And I know, but there's, uh, it's, it says it could be poisonous for kids and dogs. So that's true, yeah. and that's a that's a teaching opportunity for you to teach kids never to eat things out in the yard that they're that that you haven't approved. There are lots of things that are in our landscapes that are poisonous. Tomato leaves are poisonous, and uh, uh, holly berries can be uh, poisonous or at least toxic and make them sick. Oak acorns are. So there are a lot of things out there that we don't want the kids eating. Uh, toadstools are exactly that, too. Uh, they only last a few days. If you want to break them off, uh, with a, you can drag a garden hose over them. Or uh, I see that you wanted to put a fungicide on. You could uh, do that. They, they are a fungus. You could do that if you wished. They're helping the, the wood, the old rotting wood, to decay. They're a part of the life cycle of, of decay. And so they're beneficial in that respect, and, and they're actually kind of pretty. And most of them are not poisonous, but those that are can be deadly poisonous. So it's a good idea to teach the kids not to eat them, and and, um, and dogs normally are smarter than we are. so you know, and, and that's giving us a lot more credit than we deserve. <laughs> so, but, but anyway, do what you wish. But, yes, you could use a fungicide if you wished. I never have. We've had children and grandchildren and lots of toadstools around they last a day or two at the most usually 
Okay, we'll just drag a hose across. Yeah, they're so they're so delicate that they break off very easily. If if they're a real worry for you, but you know, gosh, there's so many other things that are so much more dangerous than toadstools out in the yard. Okay, well, listen, thank you. I had to call in early because you don't come on up here for another hour. I think. Really? Yeah. This isn't delayed now. My my statewide program may be uh, may be delayed, but this thing is not broadcasting delays. It's live. It's just yeah. Okay. Well, listen. Thank thank you very much. You are welcome, John. Have a great day. Take care. All right. Take care. Thank you. All right. We go from there to uh, uh, to giving the phone number. That's what we do. We have Mary in Arlington. We'll go to her in just a moment. Uh, the phone number is 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Maybe uh, sound waves just don't travel rapidly. Maybe that's it. 800-288-9227. Mary, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil, and thank you so much for taking my call. You're welcome. We have, lived in, we have lived in Arlington for 50 years Excuse me, and I have never, ever seen the critter like I found on our gardenia plant. Mm-hmm. That thing was at least three and a half to four inches long, mm-hmm. and it was as wide as my husband's thumb. And when I saw it, I immediately tried to pull it off, and I really had to work to get the thing off because it was attached to our gardenia plant. This is a caterpillar. It was the biggest one I've ever seen. Okay. I have not found any more on any of my plants. Okay. Our kale lilies were devastated by another type of caterpillar. Well, black let me one. let me tell you what it it may have been. I I've grown gardenias uh, a lot of times, not recently because I've put them on my never again list because of cold damage where I live uh, in rural Collin <laughs> County. But but that's a separate issue. Um, there are large caterpillars that will show up on a variety of plants. Uh, I've never seen them on gardenias, but they will be on all kinds of things. And they are generally large moths. Uh, some of them are very pretty. I normally, uh, unless, uh, unless I can, unless I'm unable to relocate the thing to a plant that doesn't matter to me, uh, you know, I, I normally just leave them alone because I, I, I just am not a killer, a born killer. If it's going to kill my plant and it's a, a plant that's really important to me and they're just about to eat their way through the whole plant, then I guess I would use uh, an insecticide or something. But normally I'll try to relocate them. But I will not touch them because at this time of year especially, there are a lot of stinging caterpillars out there. The big ones normally are not. Some of these have horns on them and those are not, not harmful. Uh, but but there are a lot of stinging caterpillars right now. The asps that everybody knows, I know that's not what you have, but asps are ones that people recognize, but there also are hag moths and IO caterpillars and others. <laughs> and kids will get those and think they're woolly worms, and next thing they know, they are really screaming uh, from pain. Oh so I just make a po- policy of telling people don't touch caterpillars uh, at any time, and especially in the fall. So I wouldn't be pulling on these things. I would use a stick to try to... <laughs> Try to prod well, it off. Now, to the point, this is probably a hawk moth or some other type of moth, and I don't know what you did with it. I don't know that I want to know what you did with it, but I would try to pry it off And if you get another one and take it and put it on a plant out in the backyard somewhere that doesn't matter. Well, the half of the gardenia plant where I pulled it off is not. It's half of it is dying. The other half is fine. This is, 
we have had gardenias for years and never had a problem with yeah. them. As I said, I I never have either. So, but that's that's how I would have dealt with it. And and if you want to use an insecticide or or, or pluck it off, either way, that, that's you know that's basically I don't have much more to offer than that. So okay, so basically they're harmless. <laughs> Just to be careful, not let kids get at them. I understand that. Right. Okay, thank right. you so All much. Right. You're welcome very much. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I I would uh, not say that they're harmless. They are harmless until they until they take so much foliage off a plant that they weaken the plant. So I'll leave it at that. So uh, let me tell you about my book, the ways that you can get my book. You can call my office or you can order it online. Uh, this is the only two ways. You say, Neil, why wouldn't you put it in stores? Well, I wanted to be able to sign the books. That's one reason. And also, I was trying to keep the cost way down for you. As soon as you start uh, having a distributor, they want some money for their work. Suppose it's kind of stands to reason. As soon as you have a retail store that wants to buy at one price and sell it at a greater price, they want to make some money. And so all these things add up, and a publisher, uh, same deal. So there are three middle people, middlemen, if you if you care to call it that. And I took that out. I became the publisher. I ordered the books to be printed. I self-published, so you have to pay the printing company to start with. Um, I hired my own editor and my own graphic designer. Uh, I take them to the post office, so there's just, you know, cut all the corners I could for you. Uh, it's a hardback, uh, 344 pages, high-quality paper. Uh, hardback costs more. Printed in Texas as opposed to overseas, that costs more. But it's still only 36.95 plus tax and postage. If I had gone the other route, it would have been $55, $60, somewhere in there. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening covers every aspect of outdoor gardening for every county in Texas. I will guarantee you'll be satisfied with it. It's uh, all the information you need on trees and shrubs and vines and ground covers and lawns and fruit and vegetable gardening, annual and perennial flowers, all of it, plus that 48-page calendar for $36.95 plus tax and postage. And you get a signed copy, satisfaction guaranteed. Here are the two ways you can order it. And uh, one is to call my office, 800 752 Grow, G-R-O-W, not a zero, 800-752-4769. That's weekdays, Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. The other way you can do right now is to go to neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscape supplies helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams 
All right, and they are wonderful people as well. Told you that earlier. Arborological Services, the experts your trees deserve. I went on a um, consultation with uh, with Steve Hauser the other day at a, at a home. It's kind of involved, and I'm not going to get into detail, but I just can't tell you how proud I am to stand alongside him and uh, to introduce him to somebody who is considering their company. I had a, a special reason because uh, this... Uh, uh, this homeowner was a, a friend of a very close friend of mine, and that's how I happened to be there. And and uh, it's just Steve has assembled a team that is second to none. They have 12 International Society of Arboriculture certified arborists, 12 of these certified arborists. Most companies, even big uh, companies, and, and they're big, but most big companies, if, if they, they don't have anywhere near 12, they may have one or two. A lot of uh, tree service companies don't have any certified arborists. Yikes. Uh, they have uh, at Arborological Services, uh, college degreed plant pathologists, horticulturists, and foresters. They have three state arborists of the year. The singular award given out each year to the top arborist in Texas, three of their people have won that award. That is super impressive. Of course, Steve is one of them. And uh, uh, I, so it just, and, and they have an 11-time Texas State tree climbing champion. He leads the crew that comes to our house. He was North American tree climbing champion in 2015. So that's why you want to have arborological services at your house. And there is a company trying to sound like uh, the uh, and they've even almost copied the logo. It's just sad. Be sure you get the real one. Arborological Services. They're on my website. If you want to look there, and you can see what the real one looks like. Here is the phone number to the real one. To Arborological Services. Eight six six five five two seventy two sixty seven. Arborological dot com. Facebook Arborological Services Inc. Twitter at the Tree Experts on their website arborological.com. Look at how much they've given back to the community. 866-552-7267 Arborological Services. We at Callaways are proud to offer the finest in plants, products and services. I'm Greg Polito from the North Fort Worth Callaways. We're proud to be sponsoring the segment of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now back to Neil. Thank you Greg very very much. I am trying to read my clock. It's uh, acting strangely. I think I have about a minute and a half. I'm going to try to get a call in to Chuck in Arlington. If we have put him on hold, we'll do so. Chuck, this is Neil. Good morning. Uh, good morning to you. Yes, sir. What can I do to help? I have two trees in my front yard that are they're loblolly pines, and they're about 60 feet high. And on the day after Mother's Day, lightning struck, and one traveled into the other and then came out at the bottom, just blew the bark off. Okay, and then I had a tree guy come look at it, and he said, well, let me send you a plan. And so, you know, it was like I didn't want to spend $2,000 on something. It was just a guess. (laughs) So anyway, and then on June the 6th or 7th, lightning struck one of the trees again. So now I'm almost positive I don't want to do that. But my son recommended using a fertilizer, 10-10-10, on the yard around the tree to help maybe have the tree survive they appear to be okay yeah well you don't want that much uh, phosphorus the middle number uh unless you have a soil test that shows you need phosphorus that's not a good recommendation you probably want all nitrogen 
Uh, you need to have a soil test run by Texas A&M Soil Testing Lab. Hang on, and, and, and uh, I want to resume this right on the other side of the news. Stay tuned, please. Karen and Corinth, you'll be coming up right after Chuck, so stay with me, if you will, folks. We'll be back. <laughs> 